Thanks for listening. The following is an audio presentation from High Country Christian Church. For more information, please visit www.highcountrychristian.com. everybody. We're so glad that you're back with us again for our virtual church service this morning. Uh, Pastor Josh here again with one of my oldest and dearest friends, Mr. Sean O'Loughlin. Hey, hey. And uh, we've been in really enjoying ourselves. Yeah, it's been so good. Taking a trip through the Bible. Yes. It's been fun. We've been talking about possessing the promise of God, and uh, I think it's been insightful, man, don't you? I've really enjoyed it. It's really stretched me, this format. Yeah. But it's been really good. It's fun. The We're... Lord just keeps showing up. So. Amen, man. It's different when you're not the only one preaching, right? Yes. When you're you know, exchanging ideas. It's a little bit different, but uh, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Um, want to say happy Mother's Day, of course, to all the moms that are watching. We uh, we love you, and we're so grateful for you. Uh, if my mother is watching, I love you, Mom. Good to see you from a distance. Um, let's jump in today. I want to pray real quickly over the Word before we enter in, and then uh, we're going to conclude the series that we started a couple weeks ago. So let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for the opportunity that we have to come to your word. We thank you, Lord, that your word is filled with wisdom and insight, with light and revelation, with the truth of who you are. And Father, today we ask you to speak from your word. We thank you that the Bible says that the entrance of your word brings light, that it brings clarity into confusion, that it clear, clears away uh, the frustration, the cobwebs, the uncertainty, the issues of our lives. Your word has a way of coming in and clearing out all the debris that life tries to pile on us, Father. So today we ask you to speak freely from your word. Our hearts are open, we're listening, and we're ready to receive from you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we're going to conclude the series that we started several weeks ago titled Possessing the Promise. Um, we, we tried to outline three practical steps or three practical things that were required of us to take hold of all the promises that God has made in His Word. You know, the, the Bible says that, well, the, the, the Bible says that all the promises of God are in Christ. Yes, yes and, amen. and amen. They're available to us. And did you know there's over 400 promises made to us in the Word wow. of God? There's actually more than that. I can't remember the exact number, but it's, it's a lot. It's substantial. There's a lot of promises that God has made to you and to me in the Word. Would you so, say that there's a plethora of promises? A plethora, a, pl- a promise plethora for sure, or a plethora of promise. I don't know how you say that correctly, but um, no, there's there's tons of them, and, and and you and I we should we should be taking advantage of everything that God has made available to us. I really and thoroughly believe that. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. We're going back to back to Joshua. Yeah. So we're going to go back to Joshua chapter one again, and we're going to cl- conclude today by talking about the diligence to defend. The first thing we talked about was the resource of a renewed mind. That and when that was our, good. It was powerful, man. When, when our minds are renewed, they become an incredible resource that God can use. Uh, and then last week we talked about the courage to conquer. And we got pretty excited about that. We really did. Do you want to review the things that we talked about there? Yeah, I just had a couple things. Uh, we talked about that while unbelief is the opposite of faith, fear is the opposite of courage. Mm. And that is why God said it here in Joshua 1, be strong and of good courage. Be mm. strong in your faith. And do not be afraid, for mm-hmm. I will be with you, the Lord says. I will not fail you, and I will not abandon you. Amen. Amen. That's really good. So today we're going to move into this third piece, which is the diligence to defend. 
Uh, and we've stated that the promises of God require a shift in our thinking as well as faith and courage, as Sean just said, yes. to overcome every obstacle. We identified a few obstacles last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and today we're going to focus on the diligence needed to live, to, to continue to live and possess the promises of God that he's made available to us. I, I put this in the notes, Sean, and I think it's really good. The harsh reality is that without diligence in our lives, we are in danger of losing the things that we fought to gain. Mm, that's good. Last week we talked about overcoming walled cities and giants and the land that wanted to, to devour, devour yeah. us. You know, yeah. we talked about you know maintaining victory or, or, or uh, fighting to, to get victory in our lives and overcoming. Um, and the reality is that if we if we don't continue in what the, the victory is that, that God has given us, we'll yes. lose it. We'll, yes. we'll lose the thing that we've conquered. What happens after the giant? Yeah, what happens after Goliath's dead? Well, now the army's got to do something. Right. You know? so, um, so we pick this, this idea up in Joshua chapter 1 again, and we're going to read from verse 6 down through verse 8, and you can follow along either with your Bible or on screen. And verse 6 says, Be strong and of good courage. Amen. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and be very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand nor to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Wherever you go. Verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then, touch your neighbor on the couch, tell them then, then you shall have good success. Good success. Yes. I, I want to point to something that comes out of verse 6 here, and that is that the, the Lord uses the word inheritance, Sean. Um, and I believe that, that God does that because he thinks long term. Yes. He's taken the Israelites into a land that he actually promised to Abraham hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of years before. So they're just now stepping into the promise that God made to their forefather Abraham. And uh, I believe God always thinks long term. He's not planning for this land to be recaptured by the Amalekites and the Jebusites and the Hittites and all the ites that were in the promised land. The cellulites. The cellulites. I've been fighting hard against this during quarantine. This is awesome. Uh, so, So God doesn't intend for Israel to go in, have a bunch of success, have a bunch of victory, and then just get overtaken again and push back out of the land. Amen. He And he alludes to that by calling this a land of inheritance. God intends for this land to be conquered by the Israelites and then for that land to be passed down to untold generations, from father to son, from father to son, for generation after generation. In other words, the promises of God for you and for me are not meant to be one and done events in our life. They are to be lifestyles that we live. You're not supposed to just get healed one day and then be sick the next day. You're not supposed to, uh, you know, experience that. No, we're supposed to live in divine health. That is God's best for us. We're not supposed to live under the blessing one day and then live under the curse the next day, right? Amen. God's best is for us that we be 
sustained in the promise. And so we've discovered that along the way, you know, it's going to require some things of us if we're to hold on and to the still, promise. We still have an inheritance today. Yes. You know, it says in Ephesians 1 that when we believed in Christ, mm. he identified us as his own by giving us the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And what does he call the Holy Spirit here? The guarantee that he would give us an inheritance. Wow. There's that word again. That he promised and that mm. he purchased for us mm. is as his own people. Wonderful. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Mm. The Holy Spirit is the sure sign mm. that we still have an inheritance That's in the good, kingdom man. today. That's good. Praise God. Amen. So then how, let's put this question out there for everybody watching. How do we hold on to the promises of God? We've got an inheritance. The Holy Spirit is the, is the guarantee yes. that we have an inheritance in our lives. God intends for us to to not just have one and done battles, but to live a life of victory. So how do we continue to walk in the inheritance? How do we pass down these things to future generations? I, I believe the answer is diligence. I believe that's what we're going to talk about today. Diligence is definitely what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Before we mention that, I just want to, in verse 6 here of Joshua, mm. where he says, be strong and courageous. Yeah. This reminds me of a verse in Ephesians 6. Mm. This is not just an Old Testament thing. Yeah. In Ephesians 6, uh, verse 10, it says, be strong in the Lord mm. and in his mighty power. Amen. He is still telling us to be strong. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand yes. firm in the possession, in the promised land. Praise God. So you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil, that after the battle you will be standing firm, mm. stand your ground. Praise God, man. That's beautiful. Amen. It's not enough just to get to the land. We're yeah. going to have to stand in the land. Amen. You know, last week we said that we have weapons mm. that are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Mm. And this week we're saying that you have powered armor yes. that enables you to be strong yeah. and to stand in the place mm. where God has led you to. Praise God, man. That's absolutely the truth. Amen. So, so then what? So then here's the question: Where do we begin? Where do we begin to stand? As Sean has just been sharing. How, how do we take a stand? Where do we start with that? I believe the answer comes from the Word of God. Absolutely. Uh, and I believe uh, God actually alludes to it in verse 8, which we've read. And it says, we, we talked a little bit about this last week. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Mm -hmm. uh, Sean, I put in the notes, start in the Word and don't stop. What got you the victory is going to keep you victorious. It's you know, true. sometimes, man, don't we do this? We're so guilty of doing this. We, we, we ramp up our faith. We get excited. We get in the Word. We, we've got a, a battle in front of us. And so we really tuck into God and we really go for it in the things of God. And then we, we, you know, we see victory. We say, praise God, I won that battle. Let me go back to the couch now and do what I was doing before. It's easy to start meditating in the Word, start getting into the Word, but yeah. it's a discipline to stay in the Word yeah, that's and right. long enough to allow it to change you, That's right. to allow yeah. it to start to change your mind, to mm. allow it to start to change your heart. Um, last week we talked about meditating. We talked about the gross example of the, the cow. cow. That's right. But that's exactly what happens. We keep coming back to the Word, and we keep mm. coming back to the Word, mm. and each time it shows us something different, that's and it right. feeds us and matures us in a new way. That's right. And there's, you know, there's a there's a real temptation in our lives 
to, to not follow through with that, to not follow yeah. through on that idea of going back to the Word, going back to the Word, going back to the Word. It's a process. You know, it takes time. Yeah. When we first read the, re- read the Word, we hear it with our ears and it gets in our mind mm. and it begins that process, but it takes time for it to get down into our hearts yeah. and to plant that root deep inside of us. Yeah. And I always say, you know when, you're, when it's starting to go from your head to your heart when you start speaking it out of your That's mouth. That's right. You're starting to agree now and yeah. line up your words with the word of God. Mm. And then it concludes with saying, observe to do. Yes. Start in your head, get it rooted in your heart. It's coming out of your mouth, yeah. and then you start doing it. You start yeah. putting action behind it. That's right. And now you're growing. That's right, man. You start living in it. Yes. Well, and th- this is interesting. The Lord gives us a clue here in uh, when he uses the word depart. He says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. I looked that up in the Hebrew, and in the Hebrew it means to remove or to be removed. I think that's interesting. You know, the Bible teaches us, and we don't we won't go there for time, but in the parable of the sower, Jesus talks about how the enemy comes to try to steal the word from us. And so part of diligence is defending the word of God as it comes into your heart. Because the enemy would seek to remove it from us. The enemy would seek to, he knows that the word of God in your heart is the most powerful thing in your life. And so he's going to try to steal that from us all the time. Uh, He doesn't mind, I put this in the notes, he doesn't mind that you've taken a little bit of ground. As long as he can steal the word and push you back, he doesn't really mind, you know. And as we're we're beginning in these things, we're Mm -hmm. looking to all these food sources. Mm -hmm. Um, But as you grow and mature in your faith, Mm -hmm. at some point you're going to have to learn to feed yourself. That's right, man. You know, when I was like 15 years old and I went to my mom and I was like, Mom, I'm hungry. Make me a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, she drew me a map to the refrigerator. <laughs> said, Sean, you're, you're not a kid anymore. Yeah. You can feed yourself. That's right. And that's what you, how you know you're starting to grow and mature in these things is when mm-hmm. you have the ability to feed yourself Amen. from the Word of God. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful man. thing. Praise God. So, the, you know, this idea of, of meditation on the Word of God and the reason we keep harping on it is because it implies diligence. And a lifestyle. It really does, man. It implies a diligent, continual lifestyle. It's impossible to truly meditate in the Word of God uh, without exercising some kind of diligence and some you, continue, you uh, continuous activity. You are feeding yourself yeah. every day. You're feeding your spirit, yep. you're feeding your soul, and you're feeding your body every day. Yeah. And we need to be intentional about what we are feeding those That's different right. Parts We're of feeding us. ourselves something. Yes. Yeah. Something is coming in and That's something right. is going out as a result. That's right. And it needs to become a lifestyle that we're feeding on the Word of God. Amen, man. Because it this affects all three parts of us. That's it, man. It's a, con- it's a continual thing. It, it has an effect on every part of our lives, and it is continual. I like what you just pointed out there. You're feeding on something, whether you realize it or not. I'm feeding on something all the time. Um, is the something a good thing? Is it the Word of God? Is it the promises of God? Is it prayer? Is it time in the Scriptures? Or is it another you know Netflix series that we're going to binge and uh, say that we check that off our list? No comment for qu- for quarantine. Excuse me, but no. I mean the reality is we're feeding, we're putting something into our heart, our hearts all the time, mm-hmm. and so we need to be diligent to to keep the Word there. I want to flip over to Psalm one. Oh, right on. Because this is such a powerful verse. It's the very first three verses of the book of Psalms. Well, you go there. I will go to Hebrews. You do that, my friend, and we will meet in the middle. <laughs> Psalm, <laughs> this is fun, isn't it? Psalm chapter 1. Check this out. This is so good. Psalm chapter 1, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, 
nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, mm -hmm. but his delight Amen. is in the law of the Lord. Yes. Watch this. And in his law, he meditates day and night. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Watch what happens to this guy. This is the blessed guy who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. This is the guy who stays in the word and he meditates diligently in the law of the Lord. Watch what happens to him in verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of living water yes. that brings forth its fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Mm, there's that promise again. What a promise, yeah. man. And, and here it is, guys, spelled out for us as clearly as day. If we meditate and continue in the law of God, in the word of God, if we do like Sean said last week, and chew and chew and chew like that cow who's got all those stomachs, <laughs> chew and regurgitate and refresh yourself in the word constantly, it's going to continue to nourish you on the inside yes. and you'll become like a tree. I don't know about you. We live, we live in a very beautiful part of the country, and we are surrounded by millions and millions of trees. And, you know, most of them, when I look at a tree, I don't think of a here today, gone tomorrow. I think of something that's strong, that's got deep roots, that's been there for a long time, and will be there for a long time. And the most amazing Amen. thing when you're reading the Word, you're learning to trust it. Yes. And because of that, you're learning to trust God. Mm. And because this is God speaking to us, His Word, we're learning to trust His voice in our lives. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's an awesome thing as you as you grow in your faith. Praise God, man. You know, the Word of God is quick, it's sharp, yeah. it's alive, it energizes. Yes. And we're supposed to take delight in it. Yeah. And I not there's days I don't feel like delighting in the word. Sure. But it's amazing once I get into it and the Lord begins to speak to me and stir my heart. It's mm. so refreshing. It's so Amen. worth it. Amen. Time with the word of God is never time wasted. Amen, man. Praise Amen. God. That let that sink into your heart for a second. Time with the word of God is never wasted. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we think that we don't have time. For the word we don't have time for worship we don't have time for prayer at least i think that way sometimes the reality is we don't have time not to pray <laughs> we don't have time not to get in the word and be dialed into what god is saying to our hearts so let man that's a really good statement bro let oh, that you. let that wash over your heart let it take root inside of you because the word is filled with treasure that god wants to unpack and share with us uh, as we diligently meditate in the word and you know, having diligence to stay in God's Word in our lives, it, it, it's the thing that's going to cause us to live and possess fully His promises for us. Can I say a word about diligence? Please, yeah, absolutely. This is from uh, Hebrews uh, Hebrews 11.6. Uh, this is a familiar scripture. Hebrews 11.6 says, It is impossible to please God mm. without faith. Mm. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who diligently or sincerely, yeah. the New Living says, yeah. seek him. That's right. And that Greek word for diligently there is the word uh, ek zeteo. Mm. And it's the only time it's translated diligently mm. in the Bible. Wow. It's most often uh, seek. It means to search by seeking intently. Wow. It means wow. to require. Yeah. And it is a much more intense word yeah. in the Greek. That's why it actually says sincerely seek or diligently seek. It's trying yeah. to emphasize. Mm. And I looked this up, if I can read this to you guys. This is from a Greek commentary, and this is about yeah. this word awesome. diligently. And I, I was really amazed by this. 
the verse declares that God rewards the diligent seeker, mm. which means that people who are lazy spiritually, mm. lethargic in their prayers, do nothing with their faith, and have a take-it-easy attitude about their love walk mm. will never be greatly rewarded by the Lord. Ouch. God is a rewarder of those. <laughs> I know, this is not mine. This is from a Greek commentary. That's good. God is a rewarder of those who put all their heart, strength, and might mm. into seeking Him. Wow. Those who are committed in their search that they are willing to exhaust all their natural powers in their search for him, they are the ones who find what they are seeking. And then he takes all the definitions of that word diligently and he puts them into this verse. Wow. And then it would read like this somewhere. Oh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Never mind. Man, we that's are strong. That was, yeah, that's it. That is so excellent. I got. This is why you got to read the Bible in the Greek. You got to be able to access the original language because it, it shares so much more. It opens up the scripture to you in a really profound way. Now, now you had something that we were talking about before we got on camera uh, that you were looking into the life of Caleb. Would you share oh, yes. some of that a little bit? Um, because Caleb, of yes. course, you remember, was one of the two spies, Joshua and Caleb, yep. that went in with the other ten. These were the two guys that came back with the good report. The, you know, the other 10 came back with, you know, negative Nancy. And uh, these two went in and said, we're, Caleb said, we're well able yes. to take this land. So Caleb's got a, a, a promise-possessing mindset, wouldn't you say? So this is 45 years later awesome. after all that. Yeah. And this is kind of the end of Caleb's story. And it's mm. in Joshua chapter 14. And I'll begin reading in verse 6. Yeah. Uh, verse 6, so this is Caleb. He comes to Joshua. He says, remember what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God about you and me when we were at Kadesh Barnea. I was 40 years old mm. when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me out to explore the land of Canaan, and I returned and gave an honest report. Mm. But my brothers who went with me frightened the people from entering the promised land. Mm. But notice this part. For my part, I wholeheartedly followed yeah. the Lord my God. So that day Moses promised me the land of Canaan on which you are just walking will be your grant of land mm. and of your descendants forever because you wholeheartedly followed the Lord your God. Sounds like diligence, Sean. Yes, Come exactly. On. You see where I'm going here? I do, man. Verse 10, now as you can see, the Lord has kept me alive and well as he promised me these mm. last 45 years since Moses made this promise. Today I am 85 years old. Verse 11, I am as strong now... <laughs> Come on, I might, I might not get through it. It's good. <laughs> Give me a minute. Readjust. Refocus. Relax. <laughs> <clears throat> I am as strong now as when Moses sent me on that journey, and I can still travel and fight yeah. as well as I can then. Come on. 85 <laughs> years old. 85 years old, and he can, and he's still as strong as he was when he was 45. Friends, that is possessing the promise. Yes. That's staying diligent and going after what God says belongs to you and carrying it to its conclusion. I, never, I love when the anointing gets strong on you and you start getting tender. I love you it. You know, during practice, I never get emotional. <laughs> I'm just like rock solid. It's great, man. All of a sudden I get in here and I'm like, what is going on? Come on. Verse 12, so give me the hill country that the Lord promised me. Mm. That is where we saw the descendants of Anak. And in mm. chapter 15, he drives out all the descendants of Anak. Isn't that amazing? Anak. An 85-year-old guy. All the giants that they're also afraid of. He was like, I'll take care of yeah, them. Yeah, that's because right. Because he wholeheartedly followed the Lord. Man, 
you know, it reminds me of the statement that he made in in Levitic or uh, in in Numbers that we read, where he gives his report and he says, "Don't fear the giants." He said, "They're going to be food for us." Yes. He's like, "We're going to consume those fools." I give me that, give me that hill, hill country, country that belongs to me. And what's interesting, part of that hill country is the town of uh, Hebron, mm. and that's where Abraham and Sarah are buried. Whoa! Gosh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. And Hebron is still in dispute today mm, yeah. in Israel, and it's so interesting to me that. Uh, Caleb was the first one to see the wow. importance of that city. The Jews today consider Hebron the second most holy city in Israel wow. after Jerusalem. I did not know it's that. It's significant territory. Wow. And Caleb took it 45 years later because wow. he was diligent to the promises. Praise God. Listen, listen, guys. Let, let, me, let me take you to this scripture in Hebrews. This is going to bless you or, or mess yes, you up take, either please way. Please take over. No, no, no. Listen, this is so good. This is so good. I want you to look at Hebrews chapter 10. This is, this is going to bless you. Hebrews chapter 10, and we're going to begin reading in verse 35. This is the attitude that you just described of Caleb in the life of us and in the life of a believer today. Verse 35 of Hebrews chapter 10, and it reads, Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. There's a, there's a hill country with your name on it, Caleb. <laughs> Okay, and there's a great reward that's waiting for you. You just said it in Hebrews chapter 11. God is the one who rewards those who diligently seek him. Amen. Okay, there's great reward, so don't cast away your confidence. Verse 36, for you have need of endurance. You have need of diligence. You have need of an attitude that says, I'm going to get with God and I'm going to stay with him and I'm going to go the distance and we're going to go together. Amen. Because greater is he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. Amen. So after you, after you have done the will of God, watch this, you will receive the promise. Amen. You've, listen, don't cast away your confidence. Listen, you're bold. The Bible says the wicked way may flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. you got some confidence. you got some faith on the inside of you. The word has gone to work. You've conquered some walled cities. You've conquered some giants. You're moving into the promise. Keep a hold of that confidence. Yes. When you get up against something that you feel is, is too big for you, when you face a new giant or a new walled city, don't let go of the confidence that faith produces in you because you have need of endurance that after you've done the will of God, you may obtain or receive the promise. Now watch. Let's keep going. I wasn't going to go all the way, but no, no, I, we got to go all the way to I'm verse good, 39. Sorry. This is so good. Verse 37, for yet a little while, just a little while, I know you feel like you're in a situation right now that is bigger than you. And, 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 it's, and it's all you can see. And it's all that's taken up the, you know, your viewfinder. It's all you can see. But I'm going to tell you, for a little while, it's going to last. It's not going to be here forever. Don't, hold, don't turn loose of your confidence. For, for yet a little while. And he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Watch this. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back... My soul has no pleasure in him. Sounds like the ten, the ten spies. They drew back. But Joshua and Caleb, we find those dudes in verse 39. We are not of those who draw back unto perdition, or another word for that would be destruction. We are not those who, who draw back to destruction, but those who believe to the saving of the soul. Amen. God has so much in store for you. There's so many promises that have your name on them. And I want to encourage you today that there's diligence required of you. 
that if you'll hold fast to God, if you'll stick with the word, if you'll meditate in God, if you won't throw away your confidence, if you'll remain fixed on the promise of God, maybe it's healing that you need in your body. Maybe it's joy that you need in your marriage. Maybe it's peace that you need in your mind. Maybe you've got so much anxiety and you don't know what to do. I feel like I'm talking to somebody right now that's got anxiety in your life. I'm here to tell you, if you'll get on the Word of God and you'll stay on the Word of God, if you won't turn loose of your confidence, if you'll have endurance and if you'll tuck into the things of God, He will see you through, yet for a little while. It may be difficult for a little while, but He's going to carry you right through, just like He did the last time, just like He will the next time, because He's faithful. He's faithful, Sean. Haven't you, have, couldn't you say that in, in, in all of your life, the ups, the downs, the challenges you've seen, God has remained faithful to you? Uh, absolutely. Praise 100%, God. 100%. Amen. And listen, he's, he's not going to change. He is. He's a good God. He's a great father. And he's not going to change. Well, the promises that he made to you are sure and they're true. And they'll last you, like Caleb, till you're 85. Till you're in your later years. And you know, Caleb, he lived another, I don't know how many years he lived. He lived another couple decades, I think. Good long but, life. Uh, yeah, he had a good long life. And you know what? He, he obtained everything God had. He was truly the one who possessed the promise that the Lord made to him. And I, I want to just declare over you that you're going to be like Caleb. You're going to be the one who when you get to the end of your life, you're going to look back and go, man, God was faithful and, and I stayed with him and I obtained everything that he said belonged to me. Amen. Sean, let's pray over these, these folks that are watching this morning. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you. I thank you for every person who's watching us this morning. I thank you, Father, for their lives. I thank you for the calling that you've put in their hearts. I thank you that they are valuable gifts in the kingdom of God, that every person who's watching us this morning has a purpose and a divine calling and destiny in you. And Lord, this morning I pray that though they be discouraged, though they be in moments of darkness, that Father, they would continue to stick with you, that they would meditate in your word, that they would stay fixed on the promise, and that you would continue to see them through. Father, we thank you that there is no thing too great for you. There is nothing in our lives that you cannot conquer and overcome. Jesus, you have paid the price. You have done it all so that we can receive and walk in the promise and the victory that you have for us. I thank you, Father, for those watching today, and I speak life and blessing into their hearts. I speak great grace over them. Lord, show yourself strong in the lives of your people today. We ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Guys, we're so thankful that you connected with us again this morning. Thanks for letting us into your home. This is Pastor Josh and Sean reminding you that That Jesus Jesus loves you, we love you, and and your life counts. God bless you. We hope that this message inspired you and filled your heart with faith. If you would like to visit our church, check out www.highcountrychristian.com for service times and location information. Thanks again for listening to this audio presentation from High Country Christian Church, where Jesus loves you, we love you, and your life counts.